freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. The only way they can inherit the freedom we have known is if we fight for it, protect it, defend it, and then hand it to them with the well-taught lessons of how they in their lifetime must do the same. And if you and I don't do this, then you and I may well spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it once was like in America when men were free. Americanism, not globalism, will be our credo as long as we are led by politicians who will not put America first, then we can be assured that other nations will not treat America with respect, the respect that we deserve. GOP Josh is a young conservative influence with a lot of power. You're listening to the voice of the future. Fighting for America every day. This is the conservative crusader. And here's your host, GOP Josh. Hello and welcome. This is the Conservative Crusader here at GOPJosh.com. Thank you all for tuning in today. As always, it is January 15th, year of our Lord, 2024. Today is the Iowa caucuses, the Iowa cockeye, however you would say it. I think it's probably caucuses. We're going to go with caucuses. Uh, We are so back, in fact, because today is the end of... Of this fake primary where we claim someone other than President Trump has a chance. It's the end of that today. And we are going into the general election starting January 16th with President Trump leading the pack as a Republican nominee. Listen, here's I'm going to put out a a prediction early. I was going to say this till later. My prediction is Trump's going to get 54 percent of the caucus vote. And these numbers aren't really adding up to 100 probably because I'm reading them off my head. 54 of the caucus vote. Nikki Haley is going to surpass Trump barely and put him and uh, put uh, Nikki Haley into second place with probably or surpass Ron DeSantis barely uh, and, and putting her in second place at probably 18 percent to Ron DeSantis is 16 percent. Everyone else is going to be in the single digits and not matter. But pay attention to how the media decides to frame this tomorrow because it's not going to be a President Trump wide victory shows he's the clear winner of the Iowa caucus. It's going to be Nikki Haley edges out Ron DeSantis, Trump solid lead. Or, you know, I don't know, DeSantis falls to Haley, Trump number one, or something like that. It's not going to be a major big headline speaking the truth about who actually won the caucus. It's going to be who got second place, who was closest to second place. Because whoever's closest to second place is whoever the establishment's going to try to prop up once they keep trying to get Trump in jail. We've been talking about this constantly on the program. Trying to arrest him, trying to put him in jail, trying to do this, trying to do that. Whoever gets second place here is going to truly be the replacement of Donald Trump in the eyes of the establishment, in the eyes of those who want to take him down. And so that's the really big problem we have here. 
is do we want number two to even matter? And that's why it's important that if you're in Iowa, if you are a Republican or independent, I believe you can be independent, register as a Republican at the caucus site. You have about 57 minutes until caucuses start at the uh, 53 minutes at the time this show is airing. So make sure you get down to your caucus location and caucus for President Trump, as we've been advocating for. And it's today. It is in just a little bit. So obviously this show will have been over by the time caucuses began at 7 p.m. We only get an hour with you. Um, but it's going to be huge. And I really do think we're going to see a massive Trump win where even if DeSantis gets second place or Haley gets second place or Vivek somehow gets second place or Chris Christie, who's not even running anymore, gets second place or, I don't know, Ryan Binkley gets second place. And that's a name I don't think I've ever mentioned on the program before. He's, he's on the ballots, apparently. No matter who gets second place, Trump is going to be the front runner. And they're trying to do everything they can to make this a battle of second place. That's why they've been propping up Nikki Haley so large. And that's why we're going to get into it later. Almost half of Nikki Haley's supporters say they will vote for Joe Biden over Donald Trump. Right? These aren't Republican people. These are people that the Uniparty has reached out to and said, hey, you're going to vote in this caucus. You're going to vote for Nikki Haley so we can take down Donald Trump and get Biden put in for four more years or get some sort of rhino put in, you know, all that fun stuff. Hava with a quick math check in the X spaces with 88%. You know, that's close enough, okay? Make it 28 and 26 then. I guess that might add up. I don't know. You know what I'm trying to say. Um, so let's hop into the news really quickly here. President Trump has been going after a fellow Ohioan. Actually, before we get to that, I want to play this funny clip from the the cockeye, the caucuses. Uh, Trump had a huge rally. It got interrupted by some climate change protesters or whatever you want to call it. I, I like to say global warming because it's negative 40 degrees in Iowa right now. The climate is not warming up. So we call it climate change, right? They changed the name. So let's let's play this clip of the, the climate protester coming to interrupt the rally. Three rallies. You've taken millions. millions. Thank you, darling. Thank you. Thank you. That's all right. Go home to mommy. Your mommy's waiting. Go home to mommy. Thank you very much. They're just standing there with like a big yellow thing that says Trump is a climate criminal, which whatever, whatever he did. Uh, and then Billy Long, former congressman from Missouri, he also was an auctioneer for a while. I, I found that out just recently when I saw the clip where he auctioned, uh, auctioned off Laura Loomer's phone. And in this rally, Trump managed to unite Billy Long and Laura Loomer, which were not not friends, brought in the Dilly meme team who was being applauded by the fake news for how funny their memes are. I mean, he is truly the uniting candidate. So let, let's listen to this clip. He says, yes, I didn't know this. That's good. Take it off. Amen. 
All right, now, we're going to auction an American flag to be flown over the United States Capitol. And just give me your information when you're done. Well, you surely you've got some kind of a campaign deal they can write the check to, don't you? All right, hey, and who got $1,000? Yep, who got $500 for five, 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 six hundred seven? Seven, you about seven hundred seven, eight, eight, you about nine, 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 nine. Yep, $1,000, $1,000 bill, $1,000, $1,100, $1,100, $1,100, $1,100, $1,100, $1,100, $1,100, $1,100, $1,100, $1,100, $1,100, $1,100, $1,100, $1,100, $1,100, $1,
I literally said that before the show and I did not listen to this clip before playing it. Just want to say that. It's hiding in plain sight. We're not going to look back a year from now and say, oh, we were shocked that that happened. I think we're going to look back a year from now and say, how could we not see that happening when every clue was hiding in plain sight? They're selling us the rope today that they're going to use to hang us tomorrow. And we have an obligation to this country to make sure that doesn't happen. I'm in this race because we have a duty to this country and the America First movement to make sure this lives on no matter what. It didn't start in 2016. It started in 1776. And the system has made clear they're going to now stop at nothing. And I mean nothing to keep Donald J. Trump out of office. I have pushed back against this at every step. I filed FOIA demands against the Biden administration. What did Biden and Merrick Garland tell Jack Smith in those federal prosecutions? This week, I filed a Supreme Court brief laying out what I view as the best legal arguments that the Supreme Court does need to hear in order to overturn Colorado's disastrous ruling. I've pushed back against this at every step. I'm the only candidate who has said I would remove myself from Maine and Colorado's ballots if they eliminate Trump. And I've called on every other Republican to do the same thing because that's how we... Pre- and we don't really care anything else about this. He's saying the same thing he always says. We have a caller on the line. Uh, Philippi, I believe is how you pronounce that. He correct me if I'm wrong. I believe he's in the state of Iowa. How are you doing today? Yeah, thanks Thanks for talking to me, Josh. Yeah, I don't know. The French way would be Philippe. I just go by Philip or All Phil. Right, Philip works for me. Yeah. So how, how are you how doing? Is Iowa? Um, it's good. It's Trump country, that's for sure. Uh, I mean, the whole Midwest is really, you know, you had states like what Wisconsin going for Biden last time. It's insane to think that. But uh, well, Iowa the elections is, weren't fair. Uh, so how, how would that? Yeah. 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 Of course they weren't. <laughs> Uh, but Iowa is definitely Trump country, especially Des Moines, this area. Um, but at the Trump HQ, you know, past few days, I don't know if you stopped by ever or not. No, but, I am um, not in Iowa. I have not been out west ever, so I have you not haven't. Been. Okay, which state are you in? I'm in Ohio. I'm I'm an Ohio guy. Okay. That's... Oh, so not too far. Are you from Iowa, or are you just out there for the campaign? No, I'm just out here for the campaign. Yeah, just to help Trump get across the finish line. Um, and I was really one of the most important states. I think after tonight, when people see Trump win by a huge amount, by potentially the you know, largest margin for someone who's not the sitting president, then uh, I think everyone will get in line. And I will see candidates drop out left and right, like uh, DeSantis. You know, it's already been planned that he's going to drop out today or tomorrow. I think we're going to see something like that happen because it's just going to be a clown show for them. So are you are you on the ground doing doors, phones, all that fun stuff, or are you just yeah? There hasn't been much uh, door knock. Hasn't been much door knocking because it's like negative ten, negative twenty every day. Oh yeah. So it's mostly been phone calls, and we dropped off some banners to uh, get everybody to vote. But saw a lot of cool people today. A lot of Matt Gates, Byron Donald, uh, Marjorie. A lot of cool people stopped by, and the energy is really high here. So, really so awesome. based on what you're seeing on the ground, what what's your prediction if you had to give me like percentages of who's going to get percentages? Um, just, just I think a rough I estimate. I mean, I'd say probably fifty to sixty percent for Trump. I think that's what the the polls are showing. Um, based on the calls I've been getting, what I've have seen. So this is what I I think this is going to be a different caucus from usual because of the cold and the snow. That is one of the one of the uh, challenges is a lot of the Trump supporters are, you know, in their 80s, 90s, and they're having trouble with the cold. You know, they just want to stay inside and stay warm. And I get it. They have to stay safe. Right. And a lot of them are some of them are still a little scared from COVID, a few. But 
Trump supporters usually aren't as scared. You know, right. they they can brave the the sickness. But um, yeah, so a lot of them said, you know what, it's just hard. They're staying inside. But I've convinced a few to you know, get their family to go instead, or or tr- find someone to get a ride. They're trying it out. Um, I had some are very high energy. They're like, yeah, we got a half mile long driveway, but we're gonna shuffle it all to get out to caucus or Trump. So it's a mixed bag, but I. So because of that, I think you might see a little more of the uh, a little more young vote turnout compared to the older. A little disproportionate than usual, but you know, usually younger people don't get out to vote, especially in the caucuses. Right. So it shouldn't be too much of an impact. I have heard people saying that because of the caucus captain counts, someone like uh, DeSantis might overperform a little and Trump underperform. But either way, it's going to be a decisive Trump victory. And just going to solidify his campaign. You know? I, I completely agree. I was watching uh, as Trump would call it, meet the depressed, meet the meet the press on NBC, and they had a poll that said that the most dedicated supporters were for President Trump. Nikki Haley had the yep. least enthusiastic, least dedicated. I think we're seeing a mass amount of voters who would walk over broken glass or walk over nails yeah. or, or burning hot coals, but they probably would feel good right now, it sounds like, um, well, to, you to think go that, vote but, uh, for President Trump. And the other candidates yeah. don't have that. Are, are you seeing that down in Iowa or up over well, in Iowa? Well, you think that. I have had a few people that are supposed to be uh, helping out. They're like, well, it's so cold. You know, they're making it. They're coming here a little, little late, you know, because of the snow. It's like, they'll, do, they'll say they'll walk over broken glass and they won't drive through some snow. But most people, <laughs> most people will. Um, they are enthusiastic for some. Like whenever, sometimes someone will pick up and like, well, I don't want to say my candidate, you know. I'm like, well, well, then it's not Trump. I, <laughs> right, you know, if right. you're a Trump supporter, you're going to say, you're going to wear the hat, you're going to go around. I don't know. I just got lunch somewhere. They might have poisoned my food, had my MAGA hat on, wasn't even thinking about it. Sometimes they do give you dirty looks here and there, but I don't I don't care anymore. Yeah, I think it's going so, to be a good, decisive Trump victory. Uh, so so yeah. one more question I have for you, because it's about something sure. where I actually I got a, a acquainted with your Twitter page. How did it go okay. about you proposing to Laura Loomer? <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't believe it. I've had a few people just walk up with that video and be like, is that you? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> nice to meet you. That's me. Yep. <laughs> yeah, well, um, I met her. So, you know, Turning Point has these events. I met her back at uh, SAS this summer in, uh, in uh, West Palm Beach. Mm-hmm. I think it was the first time I met her. <laughs> I've seen a little bit of her stuff here and there before that, uh, you know, especially around what you know what she does for Trump and all um and uh I so I got a picture with her there I called into her show a few months ago we talked about like America first policies President Trump is he America first you know stances on that we disagreed a little but um overall it was a good discussion and uh I believe Preston Parr clipped that uh he clipped us. That's where me and Preston started a little beef about competing for Laura. Well, I we're not said, the like, only oh, people we... that have beef with, with Preston. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, you know, it's mostly on Twitter. Behind the scenes, we're cool. We're, we like each other. But because I said, like, you know, we love you, Laura. You're great. You know, you're a great, beautiful lady. <laughs> Any clip that he's like, Phil, she's mine. Get away from her, you know. <laughs> so, so that was, uh, that was one. But, and All then right, uh, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta catch you to the chase here. We got about thirty <laughs> seconds left, so so wrap it up as fast as you can. We gotta go. To All break. right, but I was looking for at Amfest. She didn't show up, and then uh, then I found out she was coming here. Brought the ring and uh, proposed. So did she say yes? I I don't remember that part of the video. 
I don't remember saying no. Oh, that's all I'll say. For well, now. open yeah. door I don't there. That. Uh, what's your social yeah. media? Where can people find you? Uh, Philip Martin. It's the same app for my Instagram for everything. Really, that's where you can find me. And, and I was really talking to you, Josh. Appreciate it as well. Appreciate you calling in, Phil. I P P E Martin with two N's on the end is how you can find that. P H I L I P P E M A R T I N N. Follow him over on X. Appreciate you calling in today. Thanks. Keep working on the ground for President Trump. It's going to be huge. It's going to be a great victory tomorrow. We'll be right back after this on GOPJosh.com. You're listening to the Conservative Crusader. This is the Conservative Crusader. Welcome back. This is the Conservative Crusader, GOPJosh.com. If you liked that part of the show with the interview with Philip, make sure you go follow us or follow him, Philip Martin, with two N's over on X. And if you like that, make sure you give it five stars on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all the platforms. Just go to GOPJosh.com slash show to find them all. And you can go to Fiverr.GOPJosh.com to support the show by getting a gig over at Fiverr. As little as $5, and you get something out of it. Fiverr, F-I-V-E-R-R dot G-O-P Josh dot com. So let's talk about Nikki Haley, shall we? Because she's always, she's the the Dick Cheney in three-inch heels, or is that DeSantis? Both both work. Um, she is a very big rhino. She is a, a, a Dick Cheney Republican, pretty much to say, a neocon Republican, if you can even call her a Republican in today's day and age. Just under half of likely Iowa GOP caucus goers who support former U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley, this is from The Hill, indicated that they would make a crossover to the Democratic Party, saying that they would rather vote for President Biden over President Trump. A new NBC News Des Moines Register Mediacom poll released just one day before the Iowa caucuses found that 43% of Haley backers in the state said they would vote for Biden if Trump is the GOP nominee while 23% said they would vote for the former president, 8% said they'd vote for Robert F. Kennedy Jr. So overall, if Donald Trump is the Republican nominee, would you vote for him, Joe Biden, Robert F. Kennedy, or someone else? This is the poll here from, from Iowa caucus goers. Overall, over all of the caucus goers that are polled here, 71% said they would vote for Trump if he's the nominee. 11% said they'd vote for Biden. We have 6% that said they'd vote for Kennedy and 8% that said they'd vote for another third party, probably the Libertarian Party. Among Nikki Haley supporters, only 23% say they will vote for Trump, 43% for Biden, 8% for Kennedy, higher than the other poll, and 19% for some other third party. The question here is if you're not going to vote for the Republican nominee in the, the general election, what is the point of voting in the Republican primary? Obviously, you have your loyalty pledged to someone who's not this country if you're planning to vote for someone that's not President Trump or the Republican nominee in this race because you can't say that you're pro-America and vote for someone who has massive inflation, open our borders, doing everything he can to tear down this country not even a political statement, just a generalized statement. If you are not back, if you're backing Joe Biden, if you're voting for Joe Biden, you can't say you're pro-America. And that, that, that sounds extreme. It sounds far, but I really don't think it is, especially considering what we're up against in 2024. 
especially considering where we're at today. We don't have a country that we can just vote for willy-nilly whoever we feel like voting for. I mean, we really have to be thoughtful about this, and that's why it's so important to appoint some, nominate someone that can win the general and President Trump's polling the best against Joe Biden. And so these 11% of caucus goers that would vote for Biden, probably about half of those seem to be Nikki Haley supporters. And it really makes me wonder what the point of having Nikki Haley as a Republican is. Why does she run as a Republican? Today's modern Republican Party, the Republican Party that is successful, the Republican Party that has won constantly, the Republican Party, or most of the time when it's not up to, to you know, Ronna McDaniel, the Republican Party that does the work of the people is the Republican Party of Donald Trump. And that is a party we need to be backing going forward. Now, these neocons who think they know better, who think they are the best whatever in the world, now think that Nikki Haley is the best candidate to run for president, whatever. And you can disagree on that now, but once we go to, to November, you need to vote for the nominee. Uh, they are just so anti-Trump that they will not vote for anyone aligned to President Trump. In Arizona, for say, they won't vote for Carrie Lake or Abe Hamaday. In Ohio, they, they probably didn't vote for J.D. Vance. They probably voted for, you know, uh, Mike DeWine, which all Republicans I know, at least, voted for Mike DeWine when they thought it was going to, if they thought it was going to be a contentious race, uh, versus versus the alternative. They didn't vote for Nan Whaley, um, who was a Democrat. You really can't sit here and tell me and, and say honestly to my face that you are pro this country and not be backing whoever the Republican nominee is, especially if you're a lifelong Republican voting in Republican primaries in a Republican state in a Republican or should be a Republican country, right? And I'm just out of it when you say that Nikki Haley supporters would, would back Biden, not because I'm surprised, but because I'm upset, right? I, I truly am when it comes to these, these whack job people that really don't understand what's best for this country and understand what's best for their future. Many of these people are young. They are people that probably have kids in the future or have grandkids currently or are going to have a future to live up to, uh, and and they just don't seem to honor that. Next story, because we're f flying through them today as always, Doug Burgum, who was the candidate for president, he was the governor of North Dakota, I believe, He's a governor of North Dakota. He ran for president, and he's honestly has a lot of good conservative values. I really liked what he had to say on the debate stage. He had 2% polling. He was kind of forgettable. He dropped out a while ago. We covered that on the program. And if you want to go back and listen to any of our old shows, just go to gopjosh.com slash show, or you can go to spotify.gopjosh.com, apple.gopjosh.com, iheart.gopjosh, all the, all the places. Uh, here's Doug Burgum actually endorsing President Trump. President Trump, President Trump protected our borders. He cut red tape like no president has ever done before. He passed the largest tax cuts in the history of America, and he supercharged our economy. And not only that, you know how he did that? He not only delivered, as the one president delivered energy independence, and as someone who leads an energy state, I know what that means. When he's in the White House, he'll deliver energy dominance. Under President Trump, America was safe and prosperous. And tomorrow, when you caucus, 
you have an opportunity to send a message to the nation and send a message to the world that Donald J. Trump will make America great again. Thank you very much, Iowa. And President Trump said in a panel that he says his VP decision is already made up. Let me see if I can find that clip. He said it to Fox News um, where he said he already knows who's going to be VP. He already knows who he's going to run with. Um, Brett. 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 There we go. Probably finding it there. Where, where Trump has pretty much said the VP choice is made up. He already knows who it's going to be. He can't tell anyone, but he, but he has his mind made up. Is this the cut here? Is this the cut? Maybe? Probably not. Okay. Well, we'll we'll get that for you probably after the break here. Um I honestly think it might be Doug Burgum. Like like genuinely it feels weird to, to say that, but it it might be. <laughs> I mean, really, Doug Burgum, he he got out early. Here here's the cut, by the way. Who would be in the running for a vice president? Well, I can't tell you that really. I mean, I know who it's going to you be. Give us a hint. I'll give you, we'll do another show sometime. Well, what about any of the people who you've run against? Would you be open to mending fences with oh, any sure, of them? Oh, sure, I will, I will. I've already started like Christy better. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. Christy, no, Christy for vice president? I don't, I don't see it, I don't see it. That would be an upset. Christy for vice president. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to announce. No, I do no. want to get to this other question before we and that, that was kind of a, a quick getaway for, by Brett Baer. But he, he said he, he's making amends with some of them who have already dropped out. Doug Burgum's one of them. I'd love to see, I would crawl over broken glass to vote for a Trump uh, Ben Carson ticket or a Tucker Carlson ticket, either one. Um, I don't see either of those happening. I think Ben Carson's out of politics. He's not really well known with the the young people that he needs to be. That's where Doug Burgum, he, he gave away those gift cards forever. Uh, for those one dollar gift cards for twenty dollar gift cards for a dollar, that really makes a lot. And, and then also with with um, Tucker Carlson, he's a Zen guy. He, he talks about the little the little pillows for your lip all the time. So I don't know. We'll, we'll see where that goes. But I honestly think that Doug Burgum coming out quickly endorsing Trump would be a huge support and and huge vice president pick. We'll be back after this. You're listening to the Conservative Crusader GOPJosh.com. You're listening to The Conservative Crusader. Hey everyone, it's Joe P. Josh. We can only keep The Conservative Crusader podcast or, or program that you're listening to right now on the air with your support. We have recently launched a Patreon program where you can support us here at Red Feature Radio for as little as $3 a month. You can find that at patreon.com slash Josh. You can also support the program at anchor.fm slash the conservative crusader for as much or as little as you'd like to give. This program will remain free and financial support is not required or expected, but anything to keep us on the air helps. Thank you, folks. And now, back to the conservative crusader. This is the Conservative Crusader. Welcome back. This is the Conservative Crusader. No Ohio segment tonight. So if you're hearing the music, doesn't sound too right. Um, well, that's because we are we're not doing an Ohio segment tonight. It, it is 
the Iowa caucus night, not all, also not a lot has, has already happened this cycle or this, this weekend in Ohio politics, but we have some national politics news. I also want to get to, I'd be remiss if I didn't get to, uh, during the Iowa caucus. Uh, so a key moderate Republican comes out in favor of impeaching Secretary Mayorkas, says he should be tried for treason. Representative John James says Mayorkas has been derelict in his duty to secure the homeland. Uh, surprising story. Uh, um, Mayorkas impeachments came up a couple times, um, but moderates have been blocking it because they are in close races. And this tells me, and I hate to say it, as a political-minded guy, as someone who knows a little bit about campaigning, if you're making a quick 180 and going from, well, we shouldn't do it now, to doing it right now, uh, just not 11 months before an election, either you don't want to win again or you're not going to win again. Uh, so John James of Michigan, who represents a swing district, the best Democrats Republicans have ever elected, that's his nickname, um, he won by 1% in 2020, told Fox News Digital that not only should Mayorkas be impeached, but tried for treason. That's a quick 180. Evidence will prove that Mayorkas' sustained and willful betrayal of the public trust makes him an accessory to the poisoning of millions of Americans, complicit in a modern-day slave trade and so derelict of his duty to secure the homeland that it crosses unequivocally into the realm of high crimes and misdemeanors. House Republicans kicked off the process to impeach Mayorkas last week when the Homeland Security Committee held its first hearing into the matter on Wednesday. Democrats have decried the move as political, while Republicans have accused Mayorkas of being responsible for the migrant crisis at the southern border. The number of encounters at the U.S.-Mexico border broke 300,000 for the month of December, shattering records. Any future House floor vote on impeachment will likely not get any support from the left. For GOP leadership, that means bringing together a Republican conference that has been highly fractured for much of this term and getting moderates like James on board. Big story here. Under the current circumstances, House GOP leaders cannot lose more than two votes to still pass anything along party lines. That's not good because um, Kevin McCarthy resigned. We had George Santos get expelled. There's three and four. We had a four-seat majority. Uh, pretty shortly, we're going to have, I believe it's tomorrow, if I'm not mistaken. I could be completely wrong there. Bill Johnson of Ohio's 6th Congressional District will be resigning. A resign date. Um, January 21st, so next Monday. I apologize for that. Um, we will be down to a one-seat majority where if a single person is sick, we cannot have a single floor vote or we'll get lost. We'll, we'll lose. We barely have one of the slimmest majorities in history, if not the slimmest, and our party is constantly taking it down where having the support of John James on every single vote didn't matter as much. Right, Having the people like John James backing us wasn't the number one priority we needed to follow. The biggest thing was just making sure we had enough of our caucus on board. Or enough of our caucus, but our, our people on board for most of what we're going to have. And now we don't even have that thanks to thanks to fools like Bill Johnson uh, leaving. But says he should be tried for treason. That's not really far enough, honestly. He shouldn't hold any position in our government. Um, Mayorkas... And it should have been in a long time ago. We, we, this shouldn't be a conversation we're having in January. It should have been done November of 2022, or sorry, January of 2023, when we took back the House. We should have been having this conversation a year ago, getting rid of this guy a year ago, and, and we'd be in a better situation today. But John James is, is the best Democrat Republican ever nominated. 
waiting until the very last minute to do something halfway decent so he can report back to his, his district, hey, I actually did something, and he'll, he'll get crushed. So this guy, we, we had uh, Trent Staggs on the program running for Iowa, or not Iowa, uh, Utah Senate. <clears throat> and one of his opponents, John Curtis, is a green energy guy. So Utah GOP representative John Curtis, who splits with many on the right on the issue of climate change, has received thousands in campaign donations from green energy donors, according to FEC filings. Curtis recently jumped in the race for outgoing Senator Mitt Romney's seat in 2024 after initially opting against a bid, adding to the crowded Republican field. The Republican primary voters will have a choice to pick someone as their true nominee who is either more like Mike Lee, who I would argue is a true conservative, or more like Mitt Romney, who has never really been much of a conservative, especially on these issues, Tom Pyle, president of the American Energy Alliance, told the Daily Caller News Foundation. Republican Representative John Curtis of Utah, who recently jumped into the race for outgoing Senator Mitt Romney's seat, has ranked in thousands of dollars in donations for his congressional bids from the green energy, uh, green energy industry, according to campaign finance records. Curtis launched a campaign for Senate on Jan 2, after previously ruling it out shortly after Romney announced he would not seek another term in the upper chamber, adding to the primary already chock-full of prominent Republicans. The congressman, who has split many on the right about climate change, brought in thousands of from green energy organizations and companies affiliated with political action committees during his four-house bids FEC filing show. John Curtis is one of those leaders with a small but vocal minority in the Republican Party that believe Republicans need to cap uh, capitulate on the issue of climate change for fear of losing younger voters, and the survey data simply doesn't bear that out, Tom Pyle uh, told the Daily Caller News Foundation. He is the chair of the Conservative Climate Caucus. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say that climate change is not a bad thing, or, or not a, yeah, saying it's not a bad thing, because it is. And if it's a serious issue, we should look at it seriously, but we're not there yet. And and this caucus is made up of like 20 people. Who are these people? Do I know any of these? Burgess Owens is one of them. Okay, Kelly Armstrong, Nancy Mace, of course, Tim Burchett, Troy Balderson from Ohio, Robert Lotta, Bob Lotta from Ohio. Oh, Paul Gosar's on here. This is a huge caucus. I guess it was more. It's, it's they're just slowly loading in, loading in. I never thought I would see Tony Gonzalez, Dan Crenshaw, Michael Lawler, and um, Don Bacon with Paul Gosar in a caucus anytime. Uh, listen, climate change is a big issue, but it's not our top issue. And when you have someone who's trying to represent us in the upper chamber, having that as his top issue, where he's getting all of his money, probably not a good idea. That's why I've endorsed Trent Staggs. That's why I'm backing Trent Staggs. I've had him on this program. That's why I'm trying to do everything I can to get him across the finish line. Trent Staggs is the guy. I mean, he, he truly is the MAGA choice in this race. I hope President Trump gets involved and endorses him. I don't know if that's going to happen or not, but I, I hope it does. And it would be significantly better uh, as a represent, representative in Congress in the Senate than Mitt Romney would. And by the way, if Mitt Romney endorses, which I don't see him doing it if he hasn't already, whoever he endorses needs to be who we're not supporting. We need to just make sure any name that has Mitt Romney next to it and any sort of affiliation is nowhere near the U.S. Senate. I don't even want him cleaning the bathrooms. I just want him out of there. Um, And I'm glad he's not running again, and it's it's a good thing to, to not be back. Quick story before I move on. Um, to the to the end of the show, we are running out of time on this Monday edition of the program. My Cleveland Browns. 
got crushed by the Texans. So as a as an Ohioan, as someone who respects the sport, respects our region, I am not backing these Pittsburgh Steelers as they're getting crushed 21 to 10 right now. At this point of the program, I'm not backing the Steelers. Let the Steelers go down. Let's go Lions. The Detroit Lions to the Super Bowl for the region, for the country, for this area. We don't have the Bengals. We don't have the Browns. Let's go to the Lions. Let's take the Lions to the Super Bowl. First time in a long time. But until then, friends, we will talk to you again on Wednesday, the 17th of the month, which 17th is a big a big number, apparently. Uh, we look forward to joining you then as well. If you want to catch any part of the program you missed tonight, if you're just now joining in and, and the show's ending, you can catch the rest of the podcast later tonight over at gopjosh.com. That is gopjosh.com, spelled just like my name, .com. If you want to support the show for as little as $3 a month, have access to me through messages and all that fun stuff, gopjosh.patreon.com. GOP, or no, patreon.gopjosh.com, patreon.gopjosh.com. Until then, friends, we'll be back with you on Wednesday. Stay safe, stay healthy, and most importantly, stay tuned. GOPjosh.com. You're listening to The Conservative Crusader. 